We are in, guess what? We're in Hebrews, in Hebrews 11. And uh, we're jumping one more verse into it. I think we, we can make this verse and then, uh, then allow Marcus to jump into uh, talking about Abraham next week. Uh, yeah, Abraham, Moses, well, you know. Uh, you know, how many animals were in Moses' ark? None. He was Noah's. Okay. So, uh, we'll get into this on uh, in Hebrews 11.22. If I could just have somebody read Hebrews 11.22. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. Okay. Where do we find that? Where do we know about uh, Joseph in this direction? Genesis 50. Genesis 50, yeah. That's, and let's go to Genesis 50, 22 through 26. That actually the last two verses of Genesis. So, in verse 22, so Joseph remained in Egypt, he and his father's house. Joseph lived 110 years, and Joseph saw Ephraim's children of the third generation. The children also of Maker, the son of Manasseh, were counted as Joseph's own. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely visit you, and you, you shall carry up my bones from here. So Joseph died, being 110 years old. They embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in, in Egypt. So as we're going through this, we look at this, my question to start off is, where did Jesus, uh, Joseph get the idea that Israel will go back to Canaan? Because of the promises given to Jacob? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because of the promises given in, to Jacob. And if we jump to, or go back to Genesis 48, and, and verse 21. Specifically from Jacob, this is Jacob talking to Joseph. Then in verse 21, then Israel, that's Jacob, said to Joseph, Behold, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. He got it directly from Jacob, specifically at that time. Now, do you think that was the first time that uh, Jacob had been talking about this? Because Jacob was receiving the promise, and as we had uh, discussed last week, just like what was done to him, he was younger, and he got the blessing. He did the, the opposite of change. Yes? Um, this is just extra, but when we were talking last week about how um, Jacob, or Israel, 
blessed Joseph's two sons, and they both ended up with a portion in the inheritance. Mm-hmm. Um, that is found in Genesis 48, uh, 22, yeah. because he says, moreover, I'm giving unto you one portion above your brethren. So all of your brothers get one, but you're going to get two. And the yeah. way that they got the double portion was from Joseph's two children. Right. Um, also, a uh, question here, weren't the Israelites, were they established already in Goshen? Or, or were they still traveling around, were they still nomadic at that time? Oh, in oppression? No, no. something out that jumped out at me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it says back back in Hebrews. Mm -hmm. It says, by faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave direction concerning his bones. So, I'm I'm wondering, like, so what faith is this that he's talking about? Because when you look at it, he says, Behold, I'm about to die, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. You know, he could have taken a completely separate route and said, I'm at the end of my life. God didn't fulfill his promise. Therefore, he's a liar. He could have taken that route. Yeah. But instead, he said, no, God will be faithful to his promise. I think most people would have looked at that and said, no, God didn't keep his promise. And I think maybe a lot of times we do that in our lives as well. It's like, look, I've been given promises in the word of God. He's not upholding them, so therefore I can't trust him. But maybe the promises in which God has promised us are not in the form in which we expect them. Right. And does he have his, does Joseph have history of fulfilled promises that might help his faith more? What are they? His brothers bowing down to him. I'm sorry? His brothers bowing down to him. Yes. The dreams, yeah. What? The dreams. The dreams and the coming and them coming true. So just like with us, and I would recommend during our times of weakness of faith, start thinking about the times that God has fulfilled his promises and and even these are good areas to read where God is faithful in his promises especially in it's not based on our uh, God, I mean, God will come through if he said it he's going to come through with it it doesn't matter if we believe it or not he's going to come through it with it now we should believe during those times of doubt, we can get reassurance from seeing that he has fulfilled his promises. And so then we can say, if I place my faith in him, his promise is that he will save me, and he has saved me. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's a great point. Um, and that goes pretty close to what my next question is. Why did Joseph say that God will visit them and carry them out? Where did, uh, where did he get this that they needed God to carry him out? Because didn't they come in on their own peacefully? Because Of course, because of, the, uh, because of the famine. But they've been here longer than the famine. Why would they need God to come and pull them out? They weren't in the promised land. Didn't he promise Jacob? He told him that they would go there, but that they would come back and return. Mm -hmm. Yes, God. God told Israel that. Yeah. And, and thinking from the secular perspective, why would if if I was uh, Joe the Israelite, because not Joseph, but Joe, <laughs> like, well, can I leave wherever I want to? Why? Uh, why does God have to pull me out? He told, he told Abraham they would be enslaved for 400 years. Right. There you go. And this has probably been brought down each each time. So it, does it need to be spoken at this time? Because 
at this time when Joseph was alive, were the Israelites being persecuted? No, because we can go to uh, Exodus 1, 8 through 10, where it says that now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph, and he said to his people, Behold, the people of Israel are too many and too mighty for us. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them. Don't you like the word shrewdly? Um, lest they multiply, and if war breaks out, they join our enemies and fight against us and escape from the land. So at that time, he was already this new pharaoh, new king. That's when the when they started the persecution of, of the children of Israel. They were going through persecution at this time. So the everyday Joe Smo that's walking around, life is good. So one, why would I want to leave? And two, why does it need why does it need God to take us away? So this is Joseph's prophecy that he received that they're they're going to be his faith that they are going to leave. And then, here's the thing, why did Joseph want his bones taken to Canaan? Probably because he wanted to be buried in the land of promise and not be buried with the idol-worshipping Egyptians in Egypt. Okay. And let's, did the Israelites, the Hebrews at the time, believe in a resurrection? I was going to say, I don't know if we have evidence in the in the Old Testament leading up to this point, but, you know, in Jesus' time when he's confronted by the Sadducees, the Sadducees come to him and say, all right, so what if there was this woman and she has a husband and he dies? And then, you know, all the way down to the seventh brother. Who, who's, whose wife is, is she in the resurrection? And he says to them, you are quite wrong. Because you neither know... God nor the scripture for it is said that God is the God of Jacob or um, Abraham Isaac and Jacob God is the God of the living not of the dead mm-hmm. and also in that same scripture it said the Pharisees or the Sadducees didn't believe in, in the resurrection where the Pharisees did mm-hmm. if we go back to Job oh yeah what did Job say Job is a contemporary of Abraham. Whatever he did say, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember which verse you're specifically thinking. Of. Well, uh, again, he said, 
I know that my redeemer lives. Yeah. And, and what? And I will see him, uh, even if uh, basically even if I die. And and he's talking on that, and, and they all in in the Old Testament it discusses at the end of days a resurrection. They do uh, not resurrection as we see it, but everybody will. See God. They they did believe in a resurrection. So it seems like at the very least, like they believed that God was, for example, Genesis uh, three fifteen. God was going to send somebody to crush the head of the serpent. Yeah. He was going to defeat evil and sin and Satan, and therefore restore things to the way that God had meant it to be. And if he's restoring everything, then there must be some sort of plan along the lines of resurrection in that restoration. Right. And with that resurrection, a lot of them wanted to be buried in the promised land so that when they are resurrected, they're there. They're not away from the promised land. Right. Thus... Joseph said, bury my bones in uh, in Canaan. And notice he was not buried. He was embalmed and put in a coffin. He was not put in a tomb a, a, in the ground or anything like that. He was kept in a coffin. So here's something. What are you doing as a general Israelite walk around and you know that Joseph's coffin is right over there and it's not buried? What would that be for you? A reminder. Be a, a reminder, a witness, some would say, that we are going back, as God promised, to the, to the promised land, and that is a witness. So even in his death, Joseph left a witness to the promises of God because he was not buried. He was not put in the ground because he said, my bones, you have promised to take my bones back to Canaan when you come. So I'm going to make it easy for you. I'm not going to be in the ground. And that is a witness. That comes to us. What is our witness? We say we have placed our faith in Christ and are waiting on him. What is our witness? What is our bones above the ground? The resurrected Christ. Okay. But in your life daily, what is your witness? What witnesses to the res resurrection of Christ in your life? it's also a good reminder for us um, I mean Joseph was exceedingly successful in Egypt but he maintained that um, he maintained his faith in the true God as the most important part of his life and that's evidence even in how he was buried um, and so I think that's just a good reminder for us that you know we are not of this world 
Um, and I, I think that was probably very tempting for him at many points um, because he was so successful, because he clearly was like a, a central part of the government there and everything else would probably become fully assimilated into that culture to the point where his faith may not have been a witness, but he clearly did not use that as part of his testimony. Yes, yeah. so, and, and I would say in our daily life, it would be the Holy Spirit. Not, not only is the Holy Spirit given as a seal for our resurrection, but then also it, it says that the, the Spirit testifies with our spirit. Yes, and that's personally. And now, what is your coffin set for everybody else to see of your belief? That we die to our self. Okay. We die to our old nature. We live the way Christ wants us to live. We treat people the way we want to be treated. And so we have something die to ourselves. Yeah. It is our lifestyle. That's that is our coffin that's not buried. Our bones that give witness to our faith is our lifestyle. And that will cause, just like the little child that's walking by, Daddy, why are Joseph's bones in that coffin over there and not buried? Well, let me tell you, we're going to leave here. And then, Jordan, why aren't you going out uh, drinking with us, getting drunk, and partying with us? Well, our faith is in Jesus Christ, and I don't want to live that kind of lifestyle. That's your bones that's not buried. So, and a possible chance of witnessing to them. Okay, so, okay. Who would like to close us in prayer? And we'll be going on to Abraham next week.